Okay. So if you had to say what my superpower was, what would you say? (laughs) I already know what your superpower is. You could smell anything from like a mile away. Oh, it's so sad. That's not super. Related, a peek under the hood of the automotive repair industry. I'm your co-host Heather Lee, and I am your other co-host Ben Lee. That's the tightest we've ever done that. <laughs> we win. Don't acknowledge it. Oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> Don't pay attention to that part. We're always this professional. Totally, one hundred percent. If this is your first time listening, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, like us, are also 12-year-olds, you're going to love what we're talking about today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got a great topic in store for you today. Go ahead, lay it on me. Well, how about, I don't know, this topic may be a little too on the nose. Oh. But we're going to be talking about what's that smell? What's that smell? Oh, his, his car was a forest. That smell. Don't acknowledge it. Oh, <laughs> What's that smell? So yes, I, this is great because honestly, sometimes there's smells. Sometimes you know what they are. You got your dog in your car. Your kid totally dropped half of their cheeseburger between the seats. Yeah, we could pretty much safely say if you own a minivan, it smells. Right. It smells. Sorry. I'm sorry, folks. It just does. It's fine. Get the little tree. You'll be good. <laughs> we're like that one Uber. We were in an Uber one time. I loved this kid. He was hilarious. But he had about 50 little trees, all different scents. Oh, his his car was a forest. It was. They were everywhere. You did. You had the, the fully natural experience driving in that Uber. Oh, I'm pretty sure when I got out of that, I was seeing pink elephants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's from- a lot of, lot of different smells. All right, so break it down for me. What's the, uh, how are we going to do this? So I am going to tell you a smell that could potentially be causing some problems for folks. All right. And I want you to tell me what the heck caused it and please how to get rid of it. Okay. And Febreze is never the answer, guys. We do not, by the way, we are not um, sponsored by Febreze. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or any other scent company. <laughs> but we would love to be, so call us. Febreze does not endorse any of this program. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. So let's start with the first one. Okay, hit me. So you you turn on your heater, your air conditioner, whatever, and all of a sudden it's just like you got hit in the face with a pair of socks. It's just musty. <laughs> what is that? Um, so this is, this is a very common one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This one is, is so common, in fact, that many manufacturers have actually issued technical service bulletins so that we know to fix the, how to fix this in the okay. right way. Um, the first thing that you need to check, though, is the filter inside the cabin. Oh, cabin air filter. The majority of cars um, on the market today have a cabin air filter. Some have two. Um, oh. And this filter is to filter the air uh, that comes inside the cabin. Oh, so... 
potentially if it got some condensation on it, maybe it could get some mold on it, well, something it, else. That's, icky. Yeah, that's where we're going. But if, if you think about it, I mean, it's you have a filter inside your furnace um, that filters the air inside mm-hmm. your house, right? And that collects dirt and crap and junk, and you got to change that. It's a regular maintenance item. Right. You have to do the same thing in your car. Unless you want to breathe the mold spores. And not to mention pollen for you people that have really bad allergies. I think we discussed that back in the day about allergies. Yeah, your car can make you sick, so change that filter. So that's the first thing we need to look at is is the filter. The other thing that can cause this is when you use your air conditioning, there's condensation that builds up on what we call the evaporator core. That's Mm -hmm. what the air actually blows against, gets cool, and that's why the air is cool inside your cabin. Now, that condensation drips down into the box and goes to the drain and drips out on the car. That's why right. your car has this big puddle of water underneath it when you're using your air conditioning on and a my, hot summer day. And my mom goes, oh, my gosh, what's wrong with your... Oh, I'm leaking! <laughs> no, a lot of people think that, that are not familiar with, uh, especially if you're... Uh, well, if you're from New Mexico or another hot state, Texas, something like that, we you see this all it. the time. Yeah. Yes. Science. Um, Science for the so win. One of the problems is that drain can get clogged. Ew. And then that box that your evaporator is starts filling up with water. And wherever there's water, there's mold. Or goldfish. And if it gets high enough, it can start to rust that oh, evaporator no. core. And cause all kinds of problems. It can cause leaks. You don't um, want to breathe rust either. And then your AC will just stop working altogether. So that's one thing that you definitely want. If if you're on a hot day, if you're not seeing water dripping out of that, that might be something that you want to check. And your car is stinky. So that's what. Yeah, yeah. That's what will give you that mold. There's all. They also make chemicals that you can put. In, induce in the system that goes through all your vents that kills mold. So if you have already have this problem, in there are ways. Car. Yeah, there are ways to combat this because obviously changing just changing the filter is not going to be enough right, in that case. Right, because it's all the way through. You've got to kill the mold. Okay. Um, so there are pro, there are um, products out there that that can help do that. I know how to kill it. You get a new car. <laughs> 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 just kidding. Okay, you ready for next? Hit me. Burning rubber when you didn't just peel out. Oh, I was going to say, I'm peeling out. (laughs) (laughs) No. All right. So burning rubber. Now, one of the things that you want to dial in on this one is the location of the burning rubber. Like, is it your pants? Because don't wear those pants anymore. That's that's a good call. Mm -hmm. I was thinking more like in your car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, is it from the hood? Is it from the back? Right. right. Burning rubber. Rubber specifically, um, that's going to start coming from under the hood where the drive belt is. Mm. So the drive belt's spinning at a high rate of speed on several different pulleys. Um, usually what that indicates is one of the pulleys has gone bad and it's not moving and it's just burning and heating up that okay. belt and you get that strong smell f- um, coming from that rubber. Would the belt also, like, could that indicate that it's just gone off its track a little bit and the same kind of thing? It's like a friction smell? Yeah, but okay. then the, the reason that belt has gone off track is it's usually because one of the pulleys has okay. gone bad. Um, the, an, another thing that can can cause that kind of smell is they, um, the AC compressor 
has a clutch in it mm-hmm. because obviously you're not using your air conditioning all the time. That clutch is what turns the compressor on and off because the belt is spinning it all the time. Oh, so okay. when the clutch is disengaged, your AC compressor is not spinning, just the uh, pulley is. So that clutch has some rubber or some um, discus material. And if that starts to fail, you'll get that burning type rubber smell coming from there too. But that's also, again, in the belt area. Okay, so get that checked out. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All of these you're going to want to get checked out. Well, yes. Right, 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 right. Um, okay, so maybe not burning rubber, but other other fire-like burning smells. Yeah, so burning burning smells. Burning in, in general. <laughs> burning is good. never good. <laughs> Listen to our last fear-related if you want to hear some burning <laughs> stories. Um, but yeah, burning. Uh, burning is never good, but it, burning smells in general can come from a number of different things on the car. Uh, you're going to want to isolate it. Brakes can cause a burning smell, and that's usually because one of the wheels is probably locked up. So what you can do is you can walk around your car and just put your nose down to each wheel <clears throat> and see if that is where the smell is coming from. And then you can pinpoint if it's the left front brake or the right rear brake or wherever that's coming from. Okay. The other one is going to be fluid leaks. Mm. Oil dripping on oh. exhaust systems. It gets real hot. It stinks like crazy. Um, oh, and you can kind of, we'll probably talk about more like specific, but you can probably get an idea for what, so like oil probably smells like fire, you know, like yeah, burning. Oil, burning oil has a distinct smell to it. It's going to be different than say brakes burning. Um, I'll tell you this. Most people would think that the worst uh, smell from a car is going to be the rotten egg smell, which we'll get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. There's one that's worse than that. Oh. And it's gear oil. When gear oil burns... Is that like all fat? It's like a fatty Well, it's stuff? it's a petroleum product. Yeah, petroleum. Yeah, but it's, like, it's real thick. Ugh. And when, when it burns, if you get too close to it, your eyes will just start it's burning like and water. It's you're in Dante's oh, Inferno. It's, it's so bad. And what can cause that is if you have a malfunction in, say... We're talking about a component that takes gear oil, typically a gear box, Gearbox. a manual transmission, Yay. or a differential in a lot of cases. Um, that differential, the gears or the bearings, they just start shredding themselves and they just start boiling uh, all that gear oil up because it's so hot in there. And it's it's one of the most god-awful smells oh, I've experienced in my career. Not cool. All right, so any other burnings? We so yeah, we, we so you got your fluids, your hoses, if they're touching something hot. Um, your brakes, uh, but yeah, the, for the most part, those are the burning smells you're gonna, un- unless of course your car's on fire. But that that's that's there's some visuals with that. Yeah, as well, I would there's hope. some use the key there's some indicators. Other senses, you know, the heat. <laughs> okay, well, you mentioned the rotten egg. What is that? Is that the devil okay. has just decided to sulfurously? So come in. The best way to compare this smell is it smells like money coming out of your wallet. Teen spirit? (laughs) I say that because this is one of your more expensive smells. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Let's talk a little bit about... Well, okay. It's coming from your catalytic converter. Oh, no. That sucker's already having some problems. (laughs) Your catalytic converter, what it does is it's a a catalyst that -hmm. creates a chemical reaction to turn... Bad fumes into good fumes. Oh, it's Glenda the Good Witch. Yeah. So one of the one of the components in gasoline 
is um, hydrogen sulfide. It's just a byproduct of petroleum. Yeah, okay? but that sulfide is not so good. So that's H2S is mm-hmm. the compound component. Now, what does a catalytic converter do? Why it Makes separates it. molecules and yep. adds oxygen to yeah, them. Yeah, so it turns it to water, so it right? Tur- so it turns it. So when you add oxygen to hydrogen sulfide, it turns it into sulfur dioxide. Oh, and that's that rotten egg smell. That's like standing right next to one of those sulfur pits in in uh, in Wyoming. Oh. Um, and that's exactly what that smell is. Now, how does it get to that? It's when well, raw fuel enters into the catalytic converter, meaning your engine's not running properly. Uh, one of the cylinders is misfiring. One of the sensors is causing the computer to add too much fuel to the system, and that raw fuel is getting is not getting burned in the engine. It's getting into the exhaust, and that's what causes it. I just scienced you. You did. You scienced the <laughs> heck out of me because I was trying to make it simpler than that, and I didn't like. I don't like sulfur. Oh, I hate that smell so much. Yes, that I I, I will Ugh. tell you that is probably number two on my list, but yeah, not quite it's, to it's, the first. It, we actually had one come in the other day that it was it was only running on four cylinders, and it just rotten egg smell all through mm. the shop, and that will kill a converter real quick. It'll also kill an appetite for lunch. <laughs> Ha ha! I don't have a thing like She's that. She's here all day! <laughs> Unfortunately for you guys. <laughs> Let's move to the next one. So what if you smell like an exhaust smell in the cabin of the car? Okay, this is an oldie buddy goodie, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> goodie? Mm. <laughs> um, if you smell exhaust fumes inside the car, it typically means that the exhaust system is leaking at some point before the tailpipe. Um, oh. Now, I don't really... I don't really worry too much about this one because you're going to hear it before you smell it because we've gotten so good at, um, well, let's talk about what exhaust fumes really are, the makeup of them. The majority of, of the gas that's coming out of your tailpipe is going to be uh, nitrogen, um, nitrogen. Okay. Then you've got carbon dioxide mm-hmm. uh, and you've got some water vapor. Um, the back- I knew water vapor was in there somewhere. <laughs> The bad chemicals are really, 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 really low. So you've got like hydrocarbons, you've got uh, carbon monoxide. So you remember, you remember so watching the old movies where if you, the, the person who wanted to commit suicide, he put a hose in his tailpipe and run it up to the cabin and close the window. and Yes, and die of carbon monoxide. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. You, well, I was you could say do that. that catalytic converter should solve most of that exactly. problem, right? You do that now, you, you're not going to die. As a matter of fact, Volkswagen got in a huge, huge amount of trouble for this when diesel emissions, well, let me ask you a question. What's, what is more dangerous coming out of the tailpipe? Regular car gas emissions or diesel emissions? I plead the fifth. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say diesel. diesel. No, regular. Diesel is cleaner. Yeah, regular. Most people don't think it because when they see that big diesel truck that's spewing out black soot, right. they're thinking, oh, that's terrible for the environment. Actually, diesels actually burn cleaner. Okay. So Volkswagen, to prove a point or whatever they were trying to prove is is really comical at this point because they got in serious trouble as well. They should have. They put a bunch of monkeys in a tank, let them watch cartoons, and then pump diesel exhaust into the chamber to show that oh, it's not so harmful. I'm sorry. What year was that? Like recently, like in I the think, last 20 to 30? I think this was like 2015. Wow, guys. Yeah. They, got, they did it to humans too. 
Um, dear Germany. Yeah, they got you so much trouble for this. You guys are still on a real bad like rap. Oh, you're, this is this is going to blow your mind. This didn't happen in Germany. This happened in one of your uh, New Mexico laboratories. I know, but it's the German company. Yeah, it is. Anyway, but New Mexico? that's a whole nother podcast. Leave the monkeys alone. All that to say, if your exhaust is leaking inside the cabin, you're probably not going to smell it anyway. So for that one, I would just say, listen. If it's louder, let's check it out. Okay. All right. Um, okay, smells in cabin. What about gasoline smell? Now, this happens to me sometimes after I pump gas because it's on my hands. Gross. Can gas stations, can we do a thing about that? <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can wear gloves and it'll still smell. Oh, it's the worst. Yes. Uh, gasoline in the cabin. This one, this one, you need to get your vehicle looked at right away because gasoline is, has such a potent smell that you're going to smell it and you're, gonna, you're really not going to know where it's coming from because it could be coming from anywhere. Um, but... You could have anything from a fuel leak at the tank to one of the lines that runs from the tank up to the engine, oh, or no. you could have it in the fuel system in the engine itself, whether it's a fuel line or a high pressure fuel pump, which a lot of cars have now that are on the engine itself. You could have a leaking fuel injector. And these are the ones that are dangerous because your engine's running really hot. You add fuel to that, it, there's a fire, right? Yeah. Yikes. So more fire. Yeah. <laughs> so with a fuel smell, those are typically very easy to spot if um, if you're a mechanic who can lift the, lift car, the car up and, you know, get under there and, and make the necessary repairs. But yeah, if you smell gas, that is a high priority. Get it looked at. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. Do you think <laughs> do you think that you are more likely to smell that after you fill up, like, or just any time, or when the tank's almost empty? Like, is there a... So if, if you have a fuel smell... Like, um, right after you fill up, I right think after, a lot of people would ignore that because you're like, it's just me. Right. Um, and, okay, so a lot of fuel tanks have a seam, and the seam is generally in the center of the tank. Um, so they'll have a leaky fuel tank until it gets below a certain level and then it will stop leaking because the, the gas level is oh. not high enough. Um, so you may only notice so it you when have, you're You could full. have an intermittent fuel smell in that case. But if you're smelling fuel right after you fill up, um, my guess, or not guess, my suggestion would be to the next time you drive it, just walk around your vehicle, get in the car and see, you know, see if you can smell anything. Which is a terrible way to say that. Why would you see if you could smell something? I don't know, but we smell also, if you could smell something. <laughs> you also say, "Let me see this," and then you take it from people so you can feel it. Or, or you're, you know, you got that one friend who goes, "See," and just holds it up to your face. I don't have friends like that. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> you see with your eyes, know with your hands. I had a very bad childhood. <laughs> That's all your brother. Um. Yeah, next. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this one's not bad. What if you have a sweet smell? It smells nice and sugary. <laughs> yeah, this is this is not somebody just break uh bake some cookies for you and put them inside, you know, on your passenger seat as a little but surprise. But you guys, you could do that. I'm cool <laughs> with it. So a sweet smell. This is coolant. 
This is antifreeze, and the reason it smells oh. sweet is it has glycol in it. Yeah. Um, and this is uh, this is also um, highly toxic to pets. So and babies. Make, yeah. This is why everybody wants to. It tastes delicious, though. <laughs> Don't do not taste it. Not that I know. But um, yeah, that's a problem. So you have a so coolant. It smells really sweet then too. Yes. Okay. You have a coolant leak in this case. If it's inside your cabin, one of the symptoms that will accompany this is your windows will fog up really bad. And that's because your heater core inside your car is most likely the cause of the leak. And if you have coolant, hot coolant leaking inside the car, it's going to cause some of that right. Steam with that with that glycol coatiness to it, and just coat the windshield, and it'll fog up like crazy. And that's that's a dead giveaway that you need a heater core. And that's another one that smells like money coming out of your wallet because that's a really expensive repair too. The sweet smell of depression. Um, So what you can do about that is obviously fix the coolant leak um, first and foremost. Um, some people might advise you to put some, what a substance in there called stop leak that you can pick up yes. at your, uh, your local don't do auto it. parts store. Do not use this stuff. It should not be, it, it should be illegal, uh, to sell this product. Cause doesn't it just gum up the whole works? So you need a new radiator. Basically. It, radiator, maybe, or one other component, or your thermostat, or oh. piping, or the heater core itself. Or all of it. Or the entire system. This stuff is garbage, folks. It will ruin. It, it's the, the, only, the only method I would allow this to be used is if you just needed to drive your car to the junkyard and it, you didn't want it to overheat, by all means, put stop leak in it, say goodbye to it. Yikes. <laughs> He's very serious about I this. hate that stuff. That's one of the worst products ever created, and oh, it just shouldn't exist. All right, I'm going to move us on. So Please you do. can hopefully... Ooh, that was hard. He's going to need like a, a walk after here. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one... It may just be as obvious as it sounds, but I want I want to run it by you. Rotten food, like actually, meat or something. Yes, this is the, this is a good one because we actually have had to diagnose this uh, in our shop where there's I mean, there's first a, a look bad under smell. Your seats, right? Yeah. Just look under your seats. Look in the glove compartment, wherever you might shove your burrito. So the the reason you have this smell in your car is you have this friend, and this is the friend who misplaces things or or who forgets things like and this is the friend that you take out to dinner and you drive back home and they leave their leftovers in your car six weeks later no (laughs) (laughs) but yes we've had vehicles come in the shop where uh they've been complaining of a smell and we have found some leftovers underneath a seat no um and and this is of course why we talked a little bit about uh minivans uh, that smells so bad. Those it is, sweet little it children. is food related. These kids have snacks and, and God love them. They need to be nourished, right? But the right. seat cushions don't need nourishment, folks. <laughs> they have this uncanny knack. They're like the gold, yeah, goldfish everywhere. But that those aren't going to stink so much. Your fast food, grossly, is you know not going to stink because grossly, it's made not to, and there's videos you can watch about the French fries that have been there for two years and <laughs> still look like you could eat them. You know what a lot of it is, though? It's liquids. 
Well, yeah, like you spill the milk or the... Oh, milk is bad. Or the applesauce packets, the yogurt packets. Yeah. They'll drop a yogurt pack and down I've, the thing that's open. Oh, I've no. I've pulled seats out of cars um, to access like panels or electrical stuff, things like that. And I have found liquids underneath those seats because, you know, you're dabbing at the cushions and trying to clean it up as best you can. But if you spill enough liquid, it's going to go all the way through and you can't get to that unless you remove the seat. But then this will this will lead me to my other public service announcement. Restaurants. Hear me on this one. Okay. Listen to me. Okay. When you are a server and you come to your table and the patron says, could you box this box this up for me? If it's fish, just say no. <laughs> you're, we, let's just make it illegal to box fish up. If you're you don't finish your fish, eat it. yeah. If you don't finish your fish, that's okay. Just be done with well, it. Well, I don't know. I've had a good fish fry that was good the next day. But think about that fish in your car. It's fine as long as it's not there forever. You have to keep it on your lap. You cannot put it down ever. But no. I'm going to say, yeah. Shrimp. Oh, seafood in general, yeah. No. But who doesn't finish seafood? Bring a friend <laughs> if you need to. <laughs> Without the one that leaves the stuff in the car. All right, so you, you said that there was one more that was the worst smell you've ever smelled. That was the gear oil. Oh, ignore that. <laughs> That's okay. Cut, cut that. Somebody unless, cut that. Unless unless you have one, unless you have somebody in your car that uh, tends to fart a lot. That that can happen on road trips, but that's that usually that's my that, life. That usually dissipates along um, with my superpower. <laughs> makes for a lovely time. Or that skunk that you drive by. Oh, skunk! You guys have a song, don't you? What's your family song? Do the family song. Come on. <laughs> All the peeps want to hear it. You know they do. Oh, I, you know, I, I'm going to have to give uh, musical credit to whoever sang the song. I'm going to have to look it up. As far as I know, I, like, it, it has to be more than just my family that sings this. But Not necessarily. Your family's got some stuff going on. Here you go. You asked for it. Mm -hmm. Dead skunk in the middle of the road. Dead skunk in the middle of the road. Dead skunk in the middle of the road. Stinking the high, high heaven. Why do I know it? That's, well, not, oh. you got your dead cats and you got your dead dogs on the moonlight drive. You got your dead toe frogs. You got your dead raccoons. Oh, the blood in the guts is gonna make you swoon. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> on that note, I would just like to thank you for listening. If you made it this far, good for you. <laughs> if you hated the song as much as I did, feel free to email us. <laughs> you can find us at GearRelated.com. That email address is contact at GearRelated.com. You can find us on Twitter at ShownAuto. That's S-C-H-O-E-N-Auto.com. We're on the Instagram. We're on the Facebooks. We're on all your favorite podcatchers. Like us, rate us, subscribe to us. And, and as usual, I'm Heather Lee. And I'm Ben Lee. And if you smell something funky, get out of the car. Quick. Dead cats and you got your dead dog. Time to moonlight drive, you got your dead toe crawl.